All right. Now, what is the anointing? The word anoint in the Hebrew and Greek means to rub or to smear. Just like if you would rub oil on a chicken before roasting it. So this is also referred to as to anoint. I know it's a funny example, but it's a very simple example that everyone can understand. So when you rub oil on a chicken before roasting it, you're anointing it. That's what it means. You're anointing it. In the Hebrew, the word is mishkor. Mishkor, it's spelled M-I-S-H-C-H-A-H. M-I-S-H-C-H-A-H or moshkor. It's also moshkor. M-O-S-H-C-H-A-H. Again, M-O-S-H-C-H-A-H. And it's 488 in the Hebrew section of the Strong's. So you can get yourself a Strong's Concordance. Go to the Hebrew section in the Strong's Concordance and study the meaning further. And it means an unction. So what's an unction? An unction is an empowerment or an endowment or an anointing, a consecratory gift, and appears as anointing 24 times in the Old Testament, anointed once in the Old Testament, an ointment once in the Old Testament. And in the Greek, it's the word charisma, not charisma. That's a different Greek word, but that word's also related to this Greek word. The word charisma means endowment or a gift, ministry or office of the Holy Spirit. But this word is charisma. It's similar, it's related, but it's spelled differently. It's C-H-R-I-S-M-A. C-H-R-I-S-M-A. And it's 5545 in the Greek section of the Strong's, and it means an anguent or smearing, an endowment of the Holy Spirit, and appears as anointing twice in the New Testament and unction once in the New Testament. So listen to this again, and listen very carefully. I said this twice already, and I'm going to say it once again. And this is very, very important to know and understand about the anointing. A lot of Christians don't know or understand this about the anointing and they confuse it. They say the anointing is the presence of God and the presence of God is the anointing. No, they're not exactly the same. They are related. You can't have the anointing or power of God without the presence of God and the presence of God gives birth to the anointing or power of God, but they're not exactly the same, but they're closely Related. Listen to this once again. The anointing is the power of God or the grace of God. So those two things are the same. Now, the power of God is the manifestation of his presence. And the presence of God is who? The Holy Spirit. Once more, the anointing is the power or grace of God. The power of God is the manifestation of his presence and the presence of God is the person of the Holy Spirit. So the power of God and the presence of God aren't the same, yet they're very closely and intimately related. Like I said, you can't have the anointing or power of God without first the presence of God. Why? Because it's the presence of God which produces the power of God or anointing. The anointing or power of God is the manifestation of his presence. So, you know, right now, the presence of God is in you, but you don't always feel it. 
But just because you don't feel it doesn't mean he's not in you. You know he's in you and with you whether you physically feel him or not. However, the manifest presence of God or the power of God or the anointing is when you physically feel the presence of God upon you. It also gives you power to function in the gifts, ministries, and offices of the Holy Spirit. It empowers or enables you to do what God has called you to do. That's the anointing. That's the power of God. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. 1 John chapter 2, verse 20. And 1 John chapter 2, verse 27. All refer to the anointing, and the anointing is mentioned in each of these scriptures. 